0: hey guys real quick this is a recording on my phone now before the show starts by the time you hear this i'm actually going on a short vacation to a cabin and by the time you hear this i'll be either currently on vacation or heck maybe even back home but uh just a quick little thing uh do apologize that this podcast took like a day late well, actually, a couple of days late. It was technically supposed to be on a Monday. But anyways, uh, schedule anyways, uh, schedule's going to be a little bit funky because probably by the time I get home, uh, I'm making all kinds of plans. I'm going to try to get some guests. I'm uh, going to try to do some collaborations with other podcasters. Uh, we're going to have a big couple of months. It's going to be really awesome. I'm not going to lie. But, uh, yeah, i making all kinds of plans. But, yeah. This is the late-ish Mother's Day podcast, where I actually did a podcast with my own mother. So uh, it's a big show, lots of sound effects, some nice music. And uh, hey, guys, I hope you enjoy. And uh, thank you guys so much. Thank you so much, all right? Thank you. Hey, this is Lone Podcast, Alone Angler. Come back at you. It's a Monday. How is everyone doing? And welcome back to podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, today we are doing a Mother's Day podcast. So if you guys enjoyed Mother's Day yesterday, Sunday, that's cool. Did y'all have a good time? Did y'all talk to your mothers? Did y'all call your mothers? Did y'all give your mothers gifts? If you did, that is really cool. That is good of you. Today, cons- well, considering I don't got any money at all, <laughs> I decided to do a special podcast with my very own mother, Mama Angler. How you doing?
1: I'm doing good. How are you?
0: I'm doing good. Yes, this is my mama, of course. And uh, give us a little bio about yourself, mama, if you can.
1: What do you want to know?
0: Just anything, like anything. tell us about yourself.
1: Okay. Um. I'm um, the lone podcaster's mother. <laughs> <laughs> I've been his mother for 21 years. Um, I have two other kids. He has two sisters, one older than him and one younger. Um, Still married to his original daddy. (laughs) So I work full-time now, but I didn't always. I I stayed home while they were growing up because I homeschooled all three of them until they graduated. So that's been my life.
0: Yep. That's cool. It was
1: cool. (laughs) I enjoyed it.
0: Anyways, how have you been today, Mama?
1: Uh, just tired. How's work? Work was boring today. It was? Yes, it was. Hmm. I just wanted to So, tell us what you do. I am a safety director and a human resources manager for a construction company, and we work in the oil and gas field, natural gas field.
0: That means she keeps stuff straightened up and make sure people don't drop dead.
1: Well, that's basically it. Try, I try to keep people safe.
0: Yeah, and she does a very good job because her the construction working company, whatever what you would call it, y'all never had injuries or nothing any major. fatalities.
1: Nothing major.
0: Which the construction industry is very dangerous. Pipeline very,
1: is very dangerous.
0: Pipeline. Oh yeah, y'all got to do with uh. Pipeline and gas and stuff, Natural right? Natural
1: gas pipeline, that's very dangerous.
0: Yeah. Yeah, people can die from that, but y'all have never had injuries at all?
1: Well, we've had a few little things, like somebody getting a cut and broken thumb one time, but in the five years I've been there, the worst thing has been like a broken thumb.
0: <laughs> that's pretty good, actually. And that was
1: actually because some guy dropped something on the other guy's thumb. Ah. Yeah.
0: But still, like, that's pretty good, though. Yeah, it's good. That We're very good. safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Mother's Day. Shoot. You know, we didn't do this last Mother's Day, which, actually, I didn't start the podcast till July, so. We've almost had our podcast for an entire year, and uh, one day I need to do a first anniversary for the podcast. Mm-hmm. I need to do that one day. But, yeah, like, just want to do this with Mama and, uh, we, fi- I figured that we could just talk and do all kinds of stuff, talk about some topics. Uh, she's probably going to tell some embarrassing childhood stories about me. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, what I figured, I figured to start things off, how's things been through this Rona thing? How's things been?
1: Well, it's been very different. It's, um... Never seen anything like this in my lifetime, and I'm 53 years old, so it's been very, very odd and different.
0: Yep, a global pandemic, the kind that you would hear in movies. But now it kind of became the real thing. What's your thoughts and opinions about this whole thing?
1: Well, I think it's time to get for everybody to get back to work. I think, you know, we can still be safe and let people go back to work because you know it's not interrupted my job because I'm considered an essential employee and your dad is considered essential but you know so many people are going to lose everything they have if they don't get back to work so it's time yeah. to get back to work
0: yeah, that's definitely that's definitely a thing but yeah I think to be quite honest I think that there was some overreaction yeah. Over this Corona, at least a light overreaction. Now some places hit them hard, like New York and stuff. But where we live, we've actually been doing really good, surprisingly.
1: Well, the population in this area is so low that, uh, and, and it's so high and spread out, like New York. Yeah, people are very spread out here, and and we can in New be York, safe.
0: everybody's bunched up in one building, yeah. practically.
1: And we can be safe and and get back to work.
0: Yeah. So, we actually did prepare before yep. the Corona craze went really crazy. Well, like how how did you prepare when you heard from the World Health Organization?
1: Well, when I heard that people were getting all the toilet paper out of the stores, <laughs> I decided to buy a few groceries and uh, just in case. And it's a good thing we did because people did go crazy. Yeah. I didn't I don't I didn't really pay much attention to what the World Health Organization said. They're a bunch of quacks.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you, like the the toilet paper thing makes zero sense.
1: No. You can't eat it. So why would you just take all the toilet paper?
0: And the coronavirus, like seriously, like it don't even cause any freaking diarrhea or anything. Why would you grab so much toilet paper? It's insane.
1: People are just nuts. They <laughs> they're totally led by Whatever the media is talking about at the time. People mm. are nuts. Cannot think for themselves.
0: Like I've said in the podcast to my audience, like personally, I just think that the news media today is like literally the same as YouTubers that clickbait. They just, uh, what's the word? sensationalize everything to make money off of it they, that's basically it they which
1: sensationalize everything this
0: ain't a politics podcast but that's just my thoughts that's my two cents well, we're
1: not talking about politics we're talking about the media
0: how oh, they're stupid the but media yeah.
1: thinks they can lead people and rule the world and hopefully mm. people will wise up and see what they really are and how many lies they really tell
0: yeah but uh anyways like oh it has been a fun year, hasn't it? It's been it really different,
1: has. Very different.
0: <laughs> Things have been definitely crazy this year, hasn't it?
1: Definitely, definitely.
0: Yeah. Like literally, like there's so much goofy stuff going on. Like not only corona, but there's been, well, people going around licking toilet seats, there's been the government confirming UFOs <laughs> and There's literally uh, murder hornets, which, speaking of murder hornets, let me segue into that. What do you think about the whole murder hornet craze?
1: I don't think we're going to have to worry about them. I don't think they're here. I think it's just another. I think there has
0: been a few sightings, though, which I don't I don't understand. It makes zero sense. I'm actually going to hop on the Internet real quick and. Read to you guys a little bit about the murder hornets. What are murder hornets? There's gonna be typing, I'm sure you guys are gonna hear, but uh, yeah. The murder hornets, from my knowledge, is basically they are two inch long giant Japanese hornets that they say can kill up to 50 people a year in Japan, which those numbers are quite high in my opinion. But uh, murder hornets, we're gonna see how the murder hornets are. murder hornets let's see but uh yeah let me see here just how dangerous murder hornets are from scientific america well it says right here its sting is actually excruciating to people but it is a bigger threat to honeybees than people right like basically the reason why the, everybody's concerned with them is literally all because they could kill off our honeybee population. That's the only reason. So, the reason why they're called murder honeybees, to the basics, the Asian giant hornet are the Vespa mandarinia. That's that's uh, one of those science words, you know what I mean? That, right there, look at that. Yeah, one of those, right? Could you read off some of the facts and stuff? Uh, yeah, these suckers see. are kind of crazy. It
1: says they're viciously they'll viciously viciously attack honeybees, it crawls into hives and rips off the heads of bees in large numbers, making it a super villain and they nicknamed it the murder hornet. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's crazy, ain't it? Yeah. I, I don't know. I I am talking like I am talking like freaking Joe Rogan up in here. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, usually I'm a lot more energetic, but I mean, uh we actually did a podcast before this, but there was some, least to say, some compilation or compilations, complications, not compilations. There was some compilations. Frig. Sorry. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. There was some compilations.
1: Complications. Let <laughs> me say it for you.
0: Yeah. Complications with the podcast that we did the other day. And. Yeah, it was corrupted to the basics. But yeah, my mama has been so gracious to bless the audience with another interview. So yeah, so sorry, mama. But anyways, could you read a little bit more? Do you think mama? Let um, me let me throw that to the side that oh, way well, you could scroll down.
1: It's the largest hornet in the world. A female worker may grow to a length of nearly four centimeters, which is about an inch and a half. And the insect has large biting mouthparts that enable it to decapitate its victims. The hornets are usually solitary hunters, but between late summer and fall, they may band together to conduct mass attacks on nests of other social insects, notably honeybees. Uh, They call that the slaughter and occupation phase. Um,
0: Like, from what I've seen in videos and stuff, is those suckers can literally can literally decapitate a honeybee with its beak or what is it called
1: it's uh i don't know what that's called
0: uh you know it's pinchers it's mouth pinchers mouth pinchers yeah that's scientific right there i can't
1: remember what it's called
0: we're just gonna say it's beak right but literally its beak is so big i know that's completely wrong (laughs) but its beak is so big It can literally wrap it around a honeybee's head and... Decapitation. Decapitation Decapitationalize it. Which, that's not a word, but yeah. But yeah, that's for real. Like, the bad thing is... Which, okay, like, the reason why they're still... Okay, like, they're from Japan, which... It makes almost zero sense for them to literally be able to fly across the Pacific Ocean and enter our country... Like that's I don't know how that is, maybe were, somebody brought it in they were
1: brought here in in something accidentally, or somebody could have brought some here on purpose, yeah,
0: like here's the thing, like um there's this fish called the uh I forgot what it's called, but there's this fish that's basically like a... It looks like a snake, basically. I forgot what it's called, but it was originally from Thailand, and they brought it into Florida, and the population of them... Uh, Snakehead, snakehead. that's what they're called. Yeah, that's what the fish are called. And literally, it invaded the natural population. Oh, that's my mama's chair. That's actually my editing chair. It's an extremely squeaky chair, so I do apologize, audience. But anyways, back to the snakehead, like, it was originally from Japan or Thailand. I think it's Thailand. But anyways, like, they brought it into the country, and I think there's some kind of, uh, they're used for medicinal purposes.
1: The oriental population used them as medicine, so they they consider them very valuable. I don't know if it's the Chinese, or I think it's the Chinese or Japanese, but anyway, um, They like that, and they use that for medicine. So they brought them here, and some escaped, and now they are a very, very dangerous, as far as dangerous to the native fish to this area. They're very dangerous.
0: Yeah, they're predatory animals. Yes. Basically, they're killing off all kinds of fish, and basically they're just invading, like, Florida waters and stuff. And, um, yeah, they're considered a high nuisance. But, yeah, like, I would say that's probably how the japanese or the uh murder hornets that's probably how they got inside our uh country yeah <laughs> how's my radio voice am i doing good with it Great. or am i cringy
1: no you're fine
0: <laughs> but yeah like i would say that's probably it like somebody brought it in maybe as a pet or something and that pet escaped you know what i'm
1: saying i don't know if anybody would want that as a pet
0: I don't know, like you it know, there's beekeepers in, and stuff.
1: Well, it could it could have been something like that, or it could have got into like a uh, shipping container and was brought across the ocean, and who knows? Yeah, we but, may never know. Uh,
0: here's the thing, like I don't, I don't friggin' believe that it can kill up to fifty people a year in Japan. I think that's total BS.
1: Unless they. They have some kind of uh, like a bee, like if a bee stings you and you're allergic to it.
0: Yeah, like I wonder what's the stats of I don't know what's the what's the uh, most common bee allergy, like uh, yellow jackets or hornets. Well,
1: you can be allergic to honeybees, yellow jackets, hornets, um, a wasp. You can be allergic to any of them.
0: Most common bee allergies. And their
1: venom is what causes the allergy. I'm allergic to yellow jackets.
0: Yeah, I think I might be allergic as well. Like there was one year I got stung literally in the freaking face, right in the eye, by yep. a bee. Yep. And I literally looked like Rocky at the end of the Rocky movie. I'll yes. tell you that, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. It was bad. so fatal reactions of bee allergies is rare and the venom of honeybees uh paper wasps yellow jackets tend to cause the most severe allergic reactions so allergic allerg-
1: <laughs> allergetic. <laughs>
0: allergic, Allergetic,
1: okay
0: <laughs> allergic yeah one of those but anyways like uh some people like if they get like right in a nest they could get killed by normal bees, but I'm just wondering what's the statistics. I'm sure I can't find it.
1: I don't know. We have a friend that her, uh, her husband died from a, a wasp sting several years ago. Remember that?
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, I do remember. He actually
1: got stung on the face and he was very allergic. And he had to, she gave him a shot of adrenaline and he didn't get any better. She gave him another one and he died. I wonder if it
0: was too much adrenaline shots.
1: No, it wasn't the adrenaline. He was just that allergic to bees. He should have never been outside doing what he was doing.
0: Dang, that is terrible. Ugh.
1: Well, they give you epinephrine, which isn't adrenaline.
0: Yeah, shoot, that is bad. Now, I I can't find any stats currently because I decided to search it on the computer real quick. But, like, for real, like, I, I don't think that 50 people a year could get killed by murder hornets. I think that's a little bit exaggerated. Like, I would say 10 people a year, yeah. Well, if I'm not mistaken, like, the stats of people dying from stuff that is common, like... Wait... What's the most common bee, do you think?
1: Uh, I really never have thought about it, so I don't know what the most common one is.
0: I'm going to say yellow jackets. I
1: would say yellow jackets because they're the most pesty and annoying.
0: And they are the most angry.
1: They're angry little demons.
0: What are the stats?
1: Don't know. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From hornets, wasps, and bees. Let's see... If There's you can that read demon for
1: little yellow jacket. 80% of the people who die from wasp or bee stings are men. That's wild. 80%. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. That's really wild.
0: See. Yeah, you're doing good with this podcast thing, aren't you, Mama?
1: You know what that means, don't you? It means men are just wimpy. That's mean. Very wimpy.
0: That's sexist, too.
1: Can't handle anything. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anyways, like, uh, let's see. Let's see if we can find some. During 2000 to 2017, a total of 1,109 deaths from hornets, wasps, and bee stings occurred from an, wait, for an average of 62 deaths, death range as low as... 43 and uh 2001 and as high as 89 in 2017 and approximately of course 80% of those were men. Yeah. But uh <Economists> <laughs> that's weird actually. That
1: is wild. Is that worldwide or is that in the US?
0: That is US. Okay. That's US statistics. But okay, it's like this. Like let's kind of round it a little bit and let's see when it comes to the, me- okay, let's say, let's generalize it and let's say about, in the span of 10 years, it's about, in the span of 10 years, ladies and gentlemen, from wasps, yellow jackets, and bees, it's an average of 55 deaths a year. Let's say that, about 55. So, that's considering like all the types of bees, Right. All the three known types of bees that can kill a person. So, and that's weird. I didn't know it was increasing. Look at that. Look at how high that is. Wow. That's, almost, that's close to 90 deaths. That's but some. But, basically, I don't know if they're murderous. Like, I do know that uh, the murder hornets from Japan tend to not attack people, right? But, considering that that is, at least what they say, 50 deaths a year caused by one bee... I would have to further look into the stats, but, uh, considering that possibly the murder hornet literally trumps all three of our known hornets in America, well, that's 55, but when you think about it as three Bs, you know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, considering it's like three Bs, like, like divide that by three, that's like, what would you say? Can you do the math? I suck at math. I was homeschooled.
1: <laughs> three Bs divided so, by
0: three? So, no, 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 no. <laughs> no no i mean like uh three
1: divided by three
0: okay i mean like it's 55 deaths a year caused by all three of those bees Uh, so if you divide all those deaths into three
1: three let me think 55 divided by three let's see hang on i'm old Uh,
0: that is crazy that is crazy
1: 18
0: so 18 deaths caused by each known bee in America. Relatively, relatively. Maybe some cause more than others. I feel like the Yellow Jackets are the deadliest in America.
1: They're from Satan.
0: They suck and they're mean. They really do suck. Uh Uh-huh. But considering that the murder hornets alone, at least from the stats that I've seen from clickbait media, like, that's pretty crazy. Like, if it's true that it can cause 50 deaths a year in Japan... That wasp alone, no, 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 hornet, excuse me, that hornet alone can cause 50 deaths a year. That is insane. That is insane, ladies and gentlemen. What do you think, honestly?
1: Honestly? I don't know. That's just something to think about, isn't it? Sorry.
0: (laughs) You're fine. But, uh, they do say that if you see one, basically, like, let some exterminators or someone deal with it. Because they say their stingers are so long, those suckers can literally punch through those, uh, those bee-proof outfits Mm -hmm. that beekeepers wear. Mm -hmm. Those beekeeper outfits. Like, they say that, that it can punch through an average beekeeper outfit. What's your thoughts on that?
1: Well, I hope I never see one.
0: Yo, that'd be cool to shoot
1: i, I, could shoot I it. suckers
0: two inches. You can shoot that sucker. Well, one oh, and a quarter inch. My hillbilly's coming out of me. So I, I could <laughs> shoot that. You get back to my radio voice, but I'd say, like, ladies and gentlemen, uh, shotgun, shotgun, definitely. Well, anything, Bird shot.
1: If you shoot close to it, just the percussion would probably blow it apart. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: uh, that's scary, ain't it? Though. But honestly, like, they say the main concern is literally only for the honeybees, right? In America. Mm-hmm. Like, if they become, uh, what's the word? predominant, or that's the word? If they, if more come, basically. That's the basics. If more common. of these suckers uh, become more common.
1: Become common in the area. Become and-
0: common in the area or in America. Like, they could really devastate the bee population. And the bee population just hasn't done good, has
1: it? Well
0: ups and downs like bees are not in a good situation
1: people have brought more and more notice to the bees um i don't think the bee population is actually hurting i think people just need to take care of the little bees you see a honeybee do not kill it
0: yeah that's the thing now now yellow jackets screw them know what i'm saying
1: yellow jackets can die (laughs) oh i hate them things i hate them
0: but yeah it's like Now, the thing is, why Japanese honeybees are still around in Japan is because they actually learn to quickly adapt to fight off the murder hornet, even though it's like five times bigger than it that actually learned how to fight it off by literally. Did you know this? Like they can literally all pile on top of a, a murder hornet, and they literally shake their bodies. Right? They literally kind of like cover it completely and shake their bodies, create some friction, and bring up the tension, the temperature to 118 degrees. 118.
1: Kills it. And they
0: literally cook that murder hornet alive. Good for them. Is the that M. is that crazy?
1: I think that's good.
0: I mean, like, bees are gruesome together. Like, those murder hornets literally decapitate them with their teeth, uh, and bees literally slowly cook them to death. Honeybees. That's crazy.
1: Nature can be very violent.
0: It can be. It definitely can be. It's crazy.
1: It's not a world of sweet little forest animals in a cartoon. It's not, that's not reality. <laughs> it really ain't.
0: Really ain't. But yeah, I just wanted to... I thought that was real interesting. And, uh, would you like to take a short break? we'll be right back do you think short break all right ladies and gentlemen we'll be right back all because i'm wanting to play a sweet tune so we'll be right back stay tuned Ladies and gentlemen, how are you guys doing? All right, we well, are back. I just wanted to add a little talking, a little talking thing, because you know how they do that sometimes at talk shows or something when they play music and you hear people talking in the background, okay. and then you, you kind of fade into it. You know what I'm saying? It's real fancy. It's a okay. like talk show-ish right there.
1: There you go. There you go. <laughs> I just
0: wanted to run my mouth a little bit. How are you guys doing? All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. How are you guys doing? You guys doing good? Did you guys subscribe to the podcast or follow the podcast? Because, uh, yeah, you need to. Do you agree, Mother?
1: I agree completely.
0: Yeah, totally. All right, we are back. And I figured, which, by the way, there's something going on with my PC. It's making a little bit of noise. So if you hear a, a tingy noise in the background, I do apologize. But, uh, yeah, I, I basically need to get a new fan for my PC. So do apologize for quality flaws. Anyways, I figured that, uh, I don't know, that we would talk about something else. So, to basics, what is your thoughts on, hmm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, mama. Rice. Rice. Yeah, that sounds good. What do you think about rice? I like rice. Rice, rice. is very good.
1: I don't like to cook rice, but I like rice. Yeah. Rice is very, very
0: yeah. Convenient. Uh, like I said to the audience, like we actually did a podcast, but it went corrupted, and we had to kind of ditch it, so my mother was so gracious to do another Mother's Day podcast with me. But uh, I figured, you know what? Just to spice things up, and just for the clickbait, why don't we talk about human taxidermy? Do you know what that is?
1: I have seen pictures online. That's gross.
0: Yes. Uh, to the basics, I don't know too much into it but in the old days in like South America and stuff like human taxidermy was a thing which by the way if you guys don't know what human tax or taxidermy in general is no it's not a tax thing for taxes so you can't get those guys to help you out with uh your bills okay don't work that way All right the basics of what taxidermy is is basically a old style of art where people would take like dead animals and use the leather to mount them and stuff. Basically what you would see in Bass Pro Shops, right? You see those deer hanging on the walls? That's taxidermy right there. They take the leather off of them and then they stuff them with some stuffing, Uh, you know, like cotton and stuff. I don't know, foam, you feel me? But basically human taxidermy is a very insane and now, of course, obviously illegal style of art that was really popular in places like South America and Brazil and stuff. Puerto Rico. But there's this museum in Puerto Rico, I think Puerto Rico, I don't know where it is. Let's see, I'm gonna type it in, human taxidermy. FBI is gonna be concerned, but okay. <laughs> human taxidermy. But yes, it's crazy, ladies and gentlemen, it is crazy let's see museum but yeah there's literally a freaking museum and like basically i don't want to see that where da da, da da. ah here this one's interesting but yes basically the old art is very very illegal now this is a uh, news from the bbc and this one i just found interesting read it off what's this article called
1: the man stuffed and displayed like a wild animal.
0: Ooh, scary.
1: That's gross.
0: It is gross, ain't it?
1: Very disturbing. But uh,
0: anyways, if you could read this.
1: Uh, okay, let's see. In the early 19th century, it was fashionable for Europeans to collect wild animals from around the globe, bring them home, and then put them on display. One French dealer went further, bringing back the body of an African warrior. Dutch writer Frank Westerman came across the exhibit in a Spanish museum 30 years ago and was determined to trace that man's history. Man.
0: Dang. But yeah, it's messed up. So, apparently the museum's actually in Spain. I was very off, but very close, I guess. Let's see. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But, uh, yeah, we're probably... Oh, there it is. There's a picture. Oh, my goodness.
1: You guys should Google this. It's just Google human... Taxidermy museum, yeah, you get a picture that's ugh.
0: you're not impressed, are you?
1: <laughs> I'm not impressed. I mean, you know, it is gross, though. I don't know why I, anybody up, would want to do that, but you know, in in um, Egypt, they mummified people, all those mummies. It's it's not a lot different, it's somewhat different, but you know, get the same well, effect. Now was
0: just preserving, like, yeah, they preserve for like them. ritual burial. But yeah. this is like straight up like...
1: Like skin the person and turn their skin into leather, leather and drape it back on something. I don't know what they draped it back on. Can it, does it take? We're
0: getting really dark, aren't we? <laughs>
1: uh, but uh, okay. yeah, it's messed
0: up. It is really messed up. Like, I don't okay. know what it is, but so basically... It's with
1: the help of metal wire acting as a spine, wooden boards as shoulder blades, and then stuffed with newspaper
0: are you serious that's what
1: it's saying
0: that's that guy that he shipped rest in, in peace my yeah, fella he, but he, he was really that, stuffed yeah. with newspaper
1: that's what it says yeah for real yep that
0: is messed up
1: okay it's, okay yeah it says he um uh, he must have found it and he returned at night um
0: that is messed up
1: uh, he, he dug up, I see, he, he dug, it sounds like he dug up the body and stole the skin, the skull, and a few bones.
0: Oh, man, And put him back up. together
1: and shipped him over to France, looks like.
0: The taxidermy thing, I believe, is called El Betch, El Betchunes. El, El
1: Bechuanas. I El Betchuanas. That's how you pronounce it, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not good at Spanish. I've, I've tried several times to learn Spanish, but I failed well actually that's that's uh that's spanish spanish that ain't latin spanish is it
1: Uh, that's gross
0: yeah or i forgot what the yeah that is gross ain't it
1: Yep, very gross
0: yeah i think in 2000 well says right here that they uh they decide to actually bury the statue or the taxidermy guy taxidermed guy Mm -hmm. the stuffed guy but Uh, yeah that is messed up but yeah that is like an a very illegal and messed up art form. I forgot where the museum's at, but I think, I know it's somewhere. I can't find it. Huh. But there's literally a museum either in South America, huh. somewhere, but there's literally a huge museum with human taxidermy. Ew. Which, yeah, it's illegal, but, yeah, people used to do that all the time back then. Uh-huh. That's messed up. Which, what was you talking about about that uh person that was taxidermied that lady
1: oh i heard a story that a lady um went to a church and she went there all of her life and her she wanted to be stuffed basically and sit on the front pew or whatever her pew was in her church now whether or not this is actually true but apparently they won the rights to get her taxidermied and sit her on the church pew and there she there she was in church for, I don't know, infinity maybe, however, however long they had the church. Now, whether or not that's actually true, but who knows, that would be disgusting. Like,
0: I think it was either that or they actually bronzed her body, which that's another thing. Well, which they is, may
1: have bronzed her, I don't remember. That's,
0: that's, separ- that's, for some reason, that's legal, but human taxidermy isn't, which I'm not saying any of it should be legal i mean both things are messed up but i think bronzing human bodies is literally legal which is messed up
1: maybe that's what they did to her i think
0: that's what they did they bronzed her and uh yeah that is messed up that's like uh forgot forgot what that vincent price movie the old classic movie was called it was like some kind of uh the house of the wax dolls it was, it was an old classic horror Vincent Price movie.
1: Uh going in wax museums is pretty gross, too, because it's so realistic looking. It is realistic. Yeah, it's, it's kind of. That's freaky. actually
0: what that movie was about. It was about a wax museum. Basically, a killer was killing guys. And uh, basically. Preserving them all in friggin' wax and then displaying them. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was a Vincent Price movie. Very classic. I suggest check it out. You can probably find it somewhere on YouTube or something because I'm sure it's probably public domain now. Very old movie. Classic. That Vincent Price guy, he was actually a good actor for back then. Would you say so?
1: He was a very good actor. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah, he was a good actor. He was. But, um, yeah, like, that was a crazy movie. But, yeah, like, seriously... Do you think human taxidermy is messed up? What do you guys think? Think it's messed up? I
1: would say most people would think it's messed up.
0: Probably everyone except... What was that movie? It's either Texas Chainsaw Massacre or Psycho. Like, he stuffed his grandma. I
1: don't like where this is going. Okay.
0: Like, taxidermy sense-wise. But yeah.
1: Hmm. Anyways, that is
0: crazy. That is messed up.
1: That is very messed up and crazy. I, just <laughs> I don't know it.
0: why I brought it up, but I figured it was interesting. Well, I just wanted to see if I could shock mama. It is. But well, apparently I didn't.
1: There's no shocking at my age. <laughs>
0: uh, the best
1: funny. Vincent Price show uh, I remember was when he guest starred on the Brady Bunch. <laughs>
0: Brady Bunch? Yeah. Oh, do oh, no, you remember the these, Brady Bunch? None of these guys younger than twenty years old even know what that is.
1: Well, I it, it came back out on on video several years back, and you guys used to watch it so when you were little.
0: Yeah, we actually watched a. We raised us on a lot of old shows. I realized that
1: old clean shows. Don't get me started on the crap that's on television and Netflix <laughs> today.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Like there was some shows that I would dare say is winners, but there's some old shows that's like really cringy. But like Andy Griffith show winner, uh, Dick Definitely Van Dyke show winner, winner. uh da, 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 da. uh Brady Bunch sucked. No, Sorry, it did it it suck. Good. It sucked and its fake. It's it a was unrealistic a good show. family relationship.
1: No, but it 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 taught
0: like one stepmother, one stepdad get married, and. The house is full of step siblings. That's probably that should be like like not like their dad. You know what I'm saying? Cause like a lot of relationships that involves like divorce and you know new people stepping in. There's well, usually it, always some tension and drama. It's unrealistic. It tells
1: some good values though. It tells some very good values.
0: Unrealistic though.
1: Well, <laughs> who wants reality these days? Nobody wants reality now.
0: Yeah. Anyways, I think shows like, I don't know, uh, Malcolm in the Middle and stuff is very realistic to real-life families. Very relatable. What you even, say? I've never seen that show. Oh, it's a pretty good show. It's just a crazy comedy. Okay. i
1: never <laughs> yeah. seen that one.
0: It's basically a cra- it's a crazy comedy about like uh, families and how families and relatives can be crazy. Very accurate. Very accurate. Which I'm not saying you're crazy, Mama. I'm not saying that.
1: I've been called worse.
0: You have... You...
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i have <laughs> but yeah uh, green acres was a really classic oh yeah good that was comedy. a classic oh it was so good uh we still have all those i just have to dig them out and we'll make you sit down and watch them all
0: we uh well we oughta. we well, don't have all the series
1: i have all the seasons of brady bunch you want to watch it
0: uh i prefer not to
1: you should it was I just don't very think good so. oh well we got some good shows. Um, um, that one show, shoot, what was it called? I can't remember the name. Anyway, there were some good older shows too. A lot older than that. It
0: was. And you know, I, I'll tell you this. Like, I would definitely say when it comes, just really, like, I don't know if it's, I think it's just like that for everyone. Everybody will like what they grew up with. Yeah. But it's like, I, I definitely do agree that a lot of the shows and stuff these days is poor writing crap.
1: It's just, it's crap altogether.
0: Like, uh, shoot, have I'm not sure if you've seen like stuff like Disney show. I'm sure you haven't, but like stuff like Disney shows and Nickelodeon shows today. My goodness, not we was today. raised on those classic car, those classic cartoons like SpongeBob and stuff. Real good. SpongeBob still on, but it's like these days. There's a lot of shows and stuff and cartoons that is really. Crap, it sucks, it stinks.
1: It's sad that Hollywood thinks we're not intelligent enough to distinguish between a good, clean show and a bunch of junk.
0: Yeah, it's like, well, really, like, when it comes to kids, well, this is a good one, this is a good point I got, but when it comes to the kids, people like Hollywood and stuff think that all they have to do is shake a keychain in front of your face to get your attention when you're a kid, which... Well, to some degree, I would say that, but it's like, they ain't even trying to make their stuff lightly entertaining for children or young children or teenagers. Uh, my goodness, even CWs, CWs trash. Like, for real, like, that's just poor writing and, like, forced love triangles and stuff. And that's for young adults. It's, you know what I'm saying? Terrible writing. Definitely terrible writing sad mm. oh well very sad what was your favorite childhood show or something if you could say uh, ha, ha,
1: ha. well in, back in the day we had saturday morning cartoons i mean that's that's the only time you got to watch cartoons with saturday mornings and you had the good classics like bugs bunny and the roadrunner and um uh yosemite sam and just good classic donald duck good classic cartoons that let kids be kids and just tried to entertain them
0: okay okay (laughs) well to segue into some cartoons this is funny like i would figure everybody my age would know looney tunes but no joke like uh my buddy we'll call him uh
1: i don't know chubby chubby
0: Wow. Are you serious? No. (laughs) I don't even know
1: who you're talking about. I just said that. Talking about Oh no. (laughs) Oh well,
0: well, okay, we'll call him Call him Max. We'll call him Max. Max. Right? We'll call him Max. He
1: looks like a Max.
0: Anyways, yeah, we're gonna call him Max. But uh anyways, like he's only like three or four years younger than me, just about. But he's never heard of Looney Tunes. Of Looney Tunes. That's sad. That is sad. You know, like, seriously, like, if you guys don't even know what Looney Tunes is, I'm I'm dead serious. Get out. Get off the podcast. If get you don't out. know what freaking Looney Tunes is, get off the podcast. Which, Ugh. to segue into this, have you heard about them rebooting Looney Tunes and bringing it to... HBO. Have you heard about that?
1: No, but that makes me angry.
0: HBO Looney Tunes. Technically HBO Max, which I think is cleaner than HBO. But yo, seriously, what's up with that?
1: We have a very sick and twisted society (laughs) now.
0: Well, um, I don't think it's dirty or anything, but yeah, like I think HBO Max is like basically HBO's clean
1: okay well if they leave it alone and show the old shows it'd be great it
0: looks good but i don't know what audience they're trying to target if they're trying to target children young adults adults or if they're going to game of thrones it up straight up i don't know what they're going to do but i saw a trailer and it actually looks pretty good because here's the thing they're actually sticking to classics right the way they Looney Tunes was classically portrayed in the 1950s. You know what I'm saying? 1950s, 1960s. 70s. They're actually 80s. 70s. Yeah, it's last until 70s. They're actually going back to the source material, which looks good. But it's like I find that funny that it's like HBO Looney Tunes. You have
1: all kinds of Looney Tunes DVDs. Oh, love Looney you were Tunes. Young. Yeah,
0: love Looney Tunes definitely.
1: I can still watch it even at my age. I still like it.
0: The funniest thing is a lot of those characters was voiced by one man, and that one man was called Mel Blanc. He voiced almost every single character except for female voices and Elmer Fudd. That guy literally did every single voice for those shows. And was he ever credited? No, hardly ever. Like, I think in the 70s or the 60s and 70s, he was credited for some of the work. But for real, like, voice actors was never credited back then for any work. That's like having Family Guy playing on the TV and then not even mention the cast. But yeah, like, voice actors was kind of considered kind of like, if you guys will, was considered like the garbage man. Just low, never mention or give those people credit. For voice acting, which by the way, voice acting is hard. I've actually studied into it, which is kind of like why I like radio, I guess, because I'm able to do stuff and I love skits, so I like doing voices sometimes. But it's like voice acting back then, you was basically considered practically at the level of an extra. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Nobody was giving credit back then for all their work. They could be working in a studio for hours and hours, right? Having to do retakes and stuff. And literally nobody was credited for their work. And Mel Blank literally did every single character mm-hmm, in Looney Tunes. He did. Except for Elmer Fudd and that's it.
1: He was a he was an amazingly talented man.
0: He even did Tweety Bird.
1: I know. He was so talented.
0: Yeah. Now what they actually did was they uh which I didn't know they could do that back then, but they actually uh electronically raised the voice on Tweety Bird and that's how he was able to do it. Ah. But yeah. I find it crazy, but yeah,
1: it was good.
0: I don't know about HBO, HBO Looney Tunes. I don't know about that. Will it be good? Will it suck? I don't know. But uh, if I hear some really good stuff, I don't, I don't want to pay for HBO Max subscription. Honestly, not really. We'll but just rewatch our
1: own Looney Tunes.
0: Yeah, if it's if it's good, if it's to the classics, and it's not Game of Thrones like, yeah, maybe. But uh, yeah, I don't want to I don't want to spend money. <laughs> like if if some if somebody may, I'm not saying this, but may post the episodes on YouTube for free, I may watch it even though that's technically pirated and illegal. I'm not saying anything, but if somebody ever posted it on YouTube, I might watch it, but yeah, I don't want to pay money.
1: <laughs> nope.
0: I don't want to spend money on that. But uh, anyways, ah, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. You enjoying this so far, Mama?
1: Yes. All right,
0: Mama. Tell the audience we'll be right back and stay tuned.
1: We'll be right back. Stay tuned.
0: Come on. Sell it. Sell it. You got to give it that radio voice.
1: I don't have a radio voice. I'm a hillbilly. I have no good voice.
0: You got it. You can can do it, Mom. You can do it. Come on.
1: Oh, come on. You do it. Come on. Do it. I can't do it. All right. Oh, excuse
0: me. I can't do it, Todd? Todd? Uh, That's my, not my name. Well, it's Lone Angler.
1: Oh, sorry. It's Ang- a Fantastic Lone Angler.
0: <laughs> All right, we'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned. welcome back alright this is the third segment we're going to wrap things up but I figured just for the fun of it mama can talk about childhood stories the origins of Lone Angler and uh, she's uh, probably going to embarrass me (laughs) so who is the best child to raise me, Chungus, or Mystery Sister which I haven't had her on the show but I'm wanting to get her on the show
1: well, y'all are all difficult in your own little ways, but uh, we survived it. That's what matters. We survived yeah. it.
0: <laughs> Who's the brattiest? Who's
1: the brattiest?
0: I would say Chungus. Do you want me would to you answer that? Chungus? I don't know if I want you to answer
1: that. <laughs> I don't think you want me to answer I don't that. know.
0: <laughs> He's the most talented. I know it's me, but I'm just one to know out uh-huh. of curiosity.
1: Y'all <laughs> all have so many talents. In so many different ways, just lots of talents, and you'll get your talents from your daddy.
0: So, how'd you and dad meet?
1: How did we meet? Well, we met in church. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yep. And first time I ever laid eyes on him when he walked through the door, I thought, nope, not interested in that one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah? I really did, yeah. Really? Yeah.
0: So he was kind of an unexpected person to hook up with.
1: Well, we, we kind of became friends first, and then uh, it went from there. And four years later, we got married.
0: Four years? Y'all been dating for four years?
1: We dated on and off for four years, yes. Really? hmm Yep.
0: And how long have y'all been married?
1: Almost 29 years.
0: Almost 30 years? Mm-hmm. Well, basically, almost thirty. Seems like long. That's impressive, though. Yeah, well. Y'all haven't killed each other yet.
1: Haven't even probably considered it a time or two, but no, no. (laughs) We actually actually get along really, really well.
0: How many kids did you have?
1: I had three.
0: Three. Yes. Did you hear that, ladies and gentlemen? Three. And how many years apart was that?
1: Well, I had baby number one in ninety eight.
0: Mystery kid.
1: Baby number Mystery two sister. in 99.
0: That was me, the lone and, bro.
1: And baby number three in the year 2000. That's chungus. So, yes. So I was basically pregnant for three years. Ugh. Yeah, it was fun.
0: Is that a good idea? Would you recommend that?
1: Well, it's kind of hard on your body. Your body needs time to recuperate and recover, but eh. I was meant to be and... The, God gave me three little blessings, so I was happy.
0: So, origins of the Lone Angler, the Lone Podcaster himself, me, Wa. do you have any stories?
1: Mm, well, let's see. You were the middle child, um, so you were the smallest baby I had. Now you're the biggest baby I have. <laughs> you went from six pounds, two ounces to two hundred and some pounds some some i don't know how many and you're six foot three with a size 15 wide shoe
0: yes i have huge feet.
1: your sisters are five foot six and she's probably 120 pounds and your other sister is five foot two and probably about a hundred and something I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah y'all, yes y- y'all so all very different
0: who's the most complicated kid to work with chungus i'd say so
1: She's always just kind of done her own thing. She doesn't, you know, She was. she's never been a hard kid to raise.
0: Mystery Sister was, though, right?
1: Mystery Sister can have her moments, but she was a good kid. All oh, y'all are really, really good kids. Really good.
0: So, what's and, it like raising me?
1: Well, you can be a handful. No, I can't. Yes, you can. No, I can't. Only one time, I thought about killing you. <laughs> <laughs> no
0: what's it been like raising me though
1: well you've always been all boy just rambunctious and wild and um very curious about everything Uh, um you've you've been the one kid that was always running through the house you never slowed down when you were little you would just run and slide and flip and and uh, just you know you stayed bruised because you would jump on things and fall and just uh girls are not like that girls are more cautious and careful and little boys are just they're out there but you you never got hurt but like three or four times so
0: i have gotten injured a lot though
1: you didn't get injured injured you never broke a bone when you were a little boy and you well, never I've
0: never broke a bone you, i've heard you you those did, things um, smart
1: yeah so we were very blessed with none of y'all getting hurt bad and uh You did stick a nail on the side of your, well, you scraped the side of your head with a nail that was sticking out of the wall one day, and we had to take you and get stitches in that. It was only like two stitches, so it wasn't major. Yeah. And then you hooked your behind on a cabinet.
0: Do what? door
1: you hooked your oh behind
0: my Come on a mama. cabinet door
1: yeah you did you you had jumped up on top of the countertop and the little um hardware on the cabinets was just like a, a long yeah straight little, little brass house, thing
0: in our old house all the handles in the house in the kitchen specifically like literally had spikes on the handles well, it
1: wasn't spikes but it was um it was like elongated and kind of pointy.
0: Well, it was pointy handles. It was
1: pointy handles, and you tried to jump off the counter real fast and hooked your uh. little butt on that. <laughs> and, and I literally had to lift you up off of that uh. to pull it out of your hip, which it wasn't super bad, but it was scary. And of course, I think that's when I had hurt my foot so bad going outside with the dog in the night, so I had to get somebody to take us to the ER. Well, we went to the doctor, we didn't go to the ER.
0: Wait, is that when you had crutches?
1: Yeah, that's when I had crutches. That's uh. when crutches. So then that the doctor gave you another two stitches there, probably. So that's the worst you ever got hurt. That's pretty yes. good. Yes,
0: and I low key wish you didn't tell that on air.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> well, at least I don't have a way of showing pictures. <laughs>
0: I might need to edit this out. Maybe. You nah. might not do. You might not Anyways. Do. Anyways, so, you basically homeschooled all of us.
1: But homeschooling is right.
0: actually getting surprisingly popular, especially during this pandemic. Like, homeschooling is actually very popular, and there's actually a lot of celebrities. I can't mm-hmm. name too many, but there's mm-hmm. a lot of celebrities that have been homeschooled. Like, Emma Stone was homeschooled. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billie Eilish, the singer, she was actually homeschooled.
1: Lots of people are homeschooling now, and it is a great thing. I would recommend it to anybody. It is well worth it.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think really, like, public schools, like, there's just some kids that really just, when it comes to personalities and stuff, the way kids' minds and brains work, like, it really depends. Like, some people, public school can do them good, but, like, some people and become practical whack jobs after public school well public schools systems just messed up
1: just like with you they would have decided you were add or adhd and wanted me to put you on medication and there i would not do that you were a typical little boy that just had a lot of energy kids have energy yeah.
0: Let them run I still the play and of,
1: run the energy off.
0: I still have a lot of energy. I think that's why I'm pretty good with the podcasting thing, because I still have a lot of energy, and that is a great quality for podcast and radio. There you go. It is. It honestly is. Like, I run my mouth more than anything. Oh, I know.
1: <laughs> I can testify.
0: Uh, But yeah. So, huh. out of you raising us from childhood, homeschooling, who's the smartest one, would you say?
1: y'all are all really smart.
0: I'm common sense smart, but I'm just wondering who's book smart.
1: Book smart? Well, I don't know. Y'all are all three different individuals. And Probably I never, mystery sister? I never rated you on things like that because you were three different individuals and I had to teach you three different ways. And it was based on your personality and, yeah. and what you did, you know? I, I don't think you can stick every child into the same box
0: Yeah, to kind of fall back to what I was saying, like, some kids can make it through public school, some kids can't. But when it comes to the homeschooling part, there's only some parents can homeschool. It really depends on the parent's personality. Some people are just dingbats, you know what I'm saying? And, like, their kids just just become dingbats like them. Which is a good thing, you're not a dingbat, mama. (laughs) I'm glad. Yes. I'm glad. You raised the, one of the greatest internet personalities on podcast radio. Okay. And probably self absorbed. Yes, probably uh, one of the most self absorbed podcasters on radio. Okay. Do you think? Podcasts, uh, actually. Okay. Not radio. What do you think?
1: Whatever you think.
0: <laughs> Anyways. Hmm. Anyways, I'm just joking a little bit. But yeah, like some people, would you say, ain't meant to homeschool? What would you think?
1: Um. You have to be patient and understanding, and you have to just devote your, your life to it. Um, Practically stay at home? Well, you, you have to stay at home. That's the only way you can do a good job of it. It it has to become your main job, and if you do that and you're patient with your children, then you, you'll be able to do it. Yeah. It's awesome. I loved it. I would do it again, maybe with the grandbabies.
0: With the grandbabies?
1: If I ever get any. Yeah? Yeah.
0: So... Do you have any stories about my childhood that you can think of mm-hmm. besides besides me getting my butt skewered?
1: Skewered <laughs> you your butt. Uh, well, I I could, I could tell the one about you and me <laughs> and yeah. Chungus, yeah. Yeah. Oh, sorry.
0: No, no, no. You're fine. Um, Just keep going.
1: You guys love to play. You used your imagination. You were just wild. We had a barstool, and y'all drug it into the living room. And I came in there as, li- as had tied you up and was spinning you around and around on that barstool. And when I caught you, you were about to fall headfirst into a television set, so... Yes. That was very my scary. occasional
0: co host literally tied me up and then spin me around real fast, which I thought was pretty cool. I gotta tell you that. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Y'all thought but it was pretty cool. Yeah, spin me around so fast and I literally nearly ran into the T V. Yeah. I but not luckily think that you was caught cool. Me.
1: I caught you, thank God. Before yep. you got hurt. <laughs>
0: Anyways. What did Mystery Sister usually do when she was a kid?
1: Well, Let's see.
0: Was she on her own or not really?
1: You and the mystery, just where you're only 11 months apart, you you guys were extremely close and uh, spent most of your time together playing. Your little Chunga's sister, she was she was more <laughs> like a loner. She she liked to be alone. She liked to do things in her room. She's just really crafty. She knits crochets, uh, sews so quilts, Uh Chunga's is actually a draws. musician. She plays guitar. She plays mandolin. She plays um, violin. Violin. Frick, she
0: plays everything, doesn't she? She,
1: you know, everything
0: except the piano.
1: Yeah, she could do that if she wanted to. She could. And she just—that's the kind of kind of kid she is. You and your oldest sister were big good buddies, and she likes to paint and to draw, and she's very artistic and. You have artistic talents, just like your daddy has, as far as doing things that are very, very, very creative.
0: Yeah. This podcast is kind of yeah. something different. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't call myself artistic with podcasting. Well, I could. Well,
1: not with <laughs> podcasting, but with the job that you do with your profession, you are very yeah. artistic and talented.
0: Yeah. But uh, anyways. So. So. I have a question. Ever since I started podcasting, what did you think about me wanting to become a podcaster?
1: Well, I really didn't think much of it. I just thought you could try it and see if you liked it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah.
0: What do you think on letting your kids do stuff? Like, what do you think?
1: Well, I've always been big on encouraging my kids to think that and to know, to believe that they can do anything they set out to accomplish and that if they don't like it, It's time to move on to something else and decide what they like. And that's how you discover who you are, you know. Everybody shouldn't be made to just go to college, get out and work the job that they went to college for, you know. You don't know who you are at a young age, so go get an education and then start into a field, and if you don't like it, Go back to school, realize you can do anything you choose to do, especially things like podcasting. Why not try it, you know? It may turn into something amazing, and then if, if you don't like it and want to quit, you can move on to something yeah. else.
0: You, you can try out podcasting on anchor I'm soon to be sponsored by anchor I'm working things out with the monetization but uh yeah you guys could try out some anchor because anchor is how the lone podcaster himself started podcasting and uh you guys not only can follow me on anchor but you could also if you wanted to to start your own podcasting gig you know what I'm saying real popular free and uh yeah anchor's cool and uh yeah I'm wanting to get paid by them so I'm gonna throw that in <laughs> anyways. So, yeah. do you like this podcasting gig? you become a radio person yet?
1: It's not really for me.
0: Not really for you, but would you do this again if you wanted to?
1: If I needed to, I would. You yeah. would?
0: Mm-hmm. All right, Mama. You Thank you so much. You to
1: interview your daddy next.
0: I need to for Father's Day. I don't want people to think I'm sexist. You know, I mean, only interview mothers.
1: They wouldn't think that unless they, you brought it up.
0: Oh, dang it. Shoot. Anyways, thank you, Mama, so much for doing the podcast thing with me. You're welcome. And uh, happy Mother's Day, Mama. I love you. you. Thank you. I love you,
1: baby. Okay.
0: So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you all so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Uh, I'm glad to introduce you to my mother. I hope you found her real entertaining. I'm sure you guys love her, and you did. I doubt And uh, Mama, (laughs) before we sign out, I'm going to give you a couple of lines for the audience. Okay. Okay?
1: This is the lone podcaster's mother speaking. This is the lone podcaster's mother speaking. I beg you. I beg you.
0: I ask you, and I beg you.
1: I ask you, and I beg you. Sell it. Yeah. I'm selling it. I think. No, 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 no. no. Oh, oh no, no, no. sorry. Don't repeat that part. Okay.
0: All right, I ask you, no, I beg you.
1: I ask you, no, I beg of you.
0: To please subscribe to the podcast.
1: To please subscribe to the podcast.
0: And follow the podcast on whatever device you listen and to And
1: follow on. the podcast on whatever device you listen to it on. And follow and, us on social medias. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, that's good. No, Okay, a little bit more, a little bit more. Come on. A little, little B, bit more of what? B. And please follow our social media. Please
1: medias. follow our social media. You can find Facebook. us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Maybe no. not Instagram. No. I don't know.
0: No, go with the script. Don't go off the script. I Hold thought on. you
1: were on Instagram. Oh, no, no, sorry, Instagram. he's not on Instagram. Scratch that. Follow us. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Facebook. Taco
0: Monday podcast.
1: Taco Monday podcast. Or follow
0: us on Twitter. Taco Monday official at Or
1: Follow us on Twitter. Taco Monday official official at... at
0: Lone Angler. Lone Angler. Two, actually.
1: Lone Angler, not anger. Lone Angler 2. Yes. Please do.
0: And don't forget to follow your boy and like and follow the pages. Yeah.
1: I just said that. Don't forget to follow. I'll say it again. Don't forget to follow us and like and follow our posts.
0: And... Show some love and support and tell your friends, please. Show some
1: love and support and tell your friends, please, I beg of you. And if you don't. He really likes this.
0: Yes, I really like this. If you don't help your brother out, my son, my precious podcasting, amazing, talented
1: son. If you don't help your brother out, my precious podcasting baby boy. If you don't help him out... If you don't help him out... He might have to work on the streets again. He might have to work on the streets again? What? 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 What?
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're out. Bye-bye now. (laughs) Happy Mother's Day! (laughs)